The following is a member of the Burke Reviews podcast family. BurkeReviews.com Top five movies! Movies! Top five. Top five movies. Top five. Top five movies. Top five. Top five. Top five movies. Top five movies. Hey everybody, welcome to Top Five Movies. I'm John Burke, and with me this week is Corey Starr. Hello, hello. And Michael Sanchez. Hello. And we are back with a regular episode of Top 5 Movies. It's been a couple of weeks, but hopefully you enjoyed our interview episodes with Tom E. Brown and Michelle Miller. Um, They were both great guests, and we had a a really good time interviewing them. Although, neither of you got to talk to Michelle, and I I regret that, because she was a really fun conversation. Um, And I had special guest Craig Seibert from Music Musing on with me for that episode. But (coughs) how are you guys doing? Not bad. It's just been a crazy week, and we're, we're cut down. We're look, we're literally in the home stretch. This is the last nine weeks of school, and it's just weird. I don't Dang. think it's it's not hit the kids yet. And well, yeah. some of them, some of them whose grades needed to be pulled up, all of a sudden I'm getting stuff. I'm like, y'all. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, I I know what you mean. And then um, it's my daughter's last nine weeks of middle school. So it's <gasps> yeah, it's a, my son's too. Uh, it's Dang. crazy. Um, you know, that it's already here and happening, but you know, it's exciting at the same time cause she'll be in my high school next year. So that'll be fun. Um, well, we just got the letter too, for my son that he's good to go there, but I mean, I want him with me, so I'm kind of selfish that way. So there we are. I understand that. I want my kid with me. So, um, I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, her, you know, at school and whatnot, but um, you know, I just got back from South by Southwest, had a blast. Um, there's a special episode of Movie Club, or not Movie Club so much as Burke Review's Movie Cast, uh, where I kind of break down my top five favorite films from South by Southwest and give some honorable mentions as well. So that's up and available to download. So nice. Now, when you got back, because I sent you that, I didn't know if you were still there today or not. And then were you taken to Florida Mall after you flew in? Yes, dude. Yes, I had it. actually. I drove with Kathy's request to Florida Mall after we got in. Well, you're already in Orlando, so. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa! How long is the flight? <laughs> Sorry. The flight's only about two hours and thirty minutes, um, but then I lose an hour because I travel, you know, from the central time or whatever yeah. the the yeah. secondary time is. So I lost an hour there, um, and then also. Yeah, it's it's been nine days of a lot of film. Although I did take Friday kind of easy um, at the festival, I only went to one movie, and I went to a Douglas Movies taping on Friday. So I kind of chilled um, Friday evening. You even and, caught up over there? Wow, that's crazy. Yep. Yeah, uh, Douglas Movies did two episode two episodes, and it was included with South by Southwest. So I was able to get in for free on the Friday uh, episode. I had really good seats too because i just got in line like way early and i was the first one in the regular line so as soon as the doors open i was basically like the 20th person in oh i see see. there's a express pass which i didn't have um and so there was like only like 20 people in that line and then i was the first person in the regular admission so i got like third row front and center like so how many brushes with celebrity did you have i know you missed the one screening where 
Joey King was. I know she was there because she. Was yeah, she there. was. I missed her. I missed her movie twice actually, and I was really upset about it. Um, How dare but you. Uh, I was really mad when I saw that Bill Murray was there for two. He was there for. Um, he did a random poetry reading yeah on the corner of a, a place i walked by i don't know how many times so i was really upset when i heard about that um because that's one of my dreams is to meet bill murray and um i was in the same room with bo burnham uh which was pretty cool because he uh presented his film eighth grade which i loved and i cannot wait for everyone to see um i was in the same room with uh melanie linsky and um, oh i love her Tony Hale and uh, John Gallagher Jr. Uh, for the same movie. They're all in a film called Sadie, which was amazing. And um, Tony Hale, you'll remember from Arrested Development, he was, uh, I think, Buster. Um, yes, the awkward yeah. brother. Yeah, the awkward brother. And then <laughs> yes. um, John Gallagher Jr. is in 10 Cloverfield Lane and Short Term 12 and Hush on Netflix, um, which he's a really good actor. And so uh, the movie was great, too. Sadie was a fantastic film, but... Um, so when are you moving to Austin? Austin is very nice, although it is uh, apparently I didn't know this till I was there, but it is the um, second Silicon Valley. They're calling it Silicon Hills, and like Apple's built a corporate office there. Samsung has a corporate office there, and a bunch of other tech companies have moved to Austin. So there's a lot of transplants there, as the Austin natives call it. And um, there's kind of a feud. You know, Austin's always been uh, – they have this keep Austin weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is apparently uh, in jeopardy because of all these people moving to the area um, for these tech companies. And the cost of living has gone up a lot, oh, apparently. No, never mind then. Yep. Not moving there. Unless I'm getting in with one of those tech companies, then hey. <laughs> I do have oh. a master's in IT tech companies just in case you're interested. But <laughs> – He's using us for his CV. Thanks. <laughs> wow. You got to get it where you can get it, you know? But, all right. Um, our topic this week, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be doing our favorite bad accents, or maybe our least favorite, depending on how you look at it. Um, these are accents in films where they just aren't quite there. Uh, they're, they're bad. So we're going to talk about that. We don't always do negative episodes. This is a fun kind of challenge. And it's so specific because you have to really remember like certain performances. And I won't lie, I struggled a little bit with coming up with them initially. Um, there were, I would say, my four and five are were struggles, but everything else is pretty much immediate. Um, uh, I I kind of feel the same way. I think those. Well, uh, no, actually, I think the toughest one was the middle one. And I'm kind of iffy on my pick as it is, but I'm not going to change it at this point. Although I've done that before. Ah. Uh, um. Yeah, and I I'm not gonna change mine this time either. My number one is was never in jeopardy though, so that's that was no. But yeah, I'd say my five, four, and three could definitely be moved around, and um, I'd be my okay no- with that. My number one and two were pretty much instant picks, so it'd be interesting if we share them. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised right. if my number one's on and, everyone's list. And Corey Cor- remains silent, so I'm guessing her <laughs> Well, I th- all the same. I think that you'll remember that I accidentally did this list. Um, I <laughs> got so fixated on how hard this list was going to be and totally forgot the Marvel one that we were supposed to be doing that week. So I've had this one done for a little while, but I don't feel super confident about mine. You know, some of them are pretty, you know, whatever, but then some of them I'm like... I still like the movie, 
you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. They they don't necessarily reflect our, our take on the film. It's just that accent's not so great, you know? Um, yeah. You can definitely still like the movie. In fact, uh, my number five is that way. I, I like the movie, and in fact... Um, it wasn't even one that initially popped up, but doing research, I, I was like, oh yeah, you know, those are really bad. So it made my list, but we tried to erase them from our minds. <laughs> All right. Um, I think with that, uh, Corey's going to start us off, but before we get into our list, Corey, guys, spoiler warnings, go to com and check out our list ahead of time. We might talk about these movies in great detail. Otherwise full steam ahead. Although I would say, given the topic, we may not talk about the plots as much as the accents. Um, Could so, ruin everything. Yeah, it I'm may kidding. not be. Well, I mean, you never know. That's why we we give the disclaimer just in case. When if you want to talk about it, you're you're more than uh, com- you know more than welcome to do so. But this is one of those lists where I, we may not even have to talk about plot ever. So, <clears throat> and I'm going to try to keep my coughing to a minimum, but I have not been able to shake this cold for. I think a oh, week heck. and a half now, so. Ew. Yeah, it just won't half. Are you like a patient zero that brought it back from Austin? I went to Austin with it. Austin so. with it. <laughs> oh, nice. So, <laughs> so they yeah. won't want you to be a transplant in their city, John. Yes, they're like, ah, oh, he coughed in my Uber. Um, oh, no. Which, by the way, guys, I went to Austin having never used Uber or Lyft and am now very I've comfortable with that service. It is, <laughs> I used it at least twice a day for like six of the, the nine days I was there. So mm-hmm. I, it, it became quite comfortable. Um, not not cheap, mind you, but quite comfortable. So, all right, that said, Corey, what is your number five, top five bad accent? Okay, so like I was just saying, I, um, I'll just say it. Emily Blunt in Sunshine Cleaning, um, while oh. this one is not necessarily bad, it is pretty distracting. I noticed it some time ago during one of my many viewings. Everyone knows I love this movie. Yes. But there's one part where she is ugly crying. She's um and she breaks out of her like movie accent into her British accent yes. when she's hysterical a couple of times. And you know, it this it definitely doesn't detract from the movie, but it just every time I can't help but notice it and kind of. Oh, I mean, when people ugly cry, you never know. I know. Oh, um, you guys don't want to pers- see me ugly cry. The personality of who knows who from what country. I mean, I may, I may break into my. Oh, is I, I don't know if I should call it my motherland, home, father, oh. wherever my parents are from, and start going very Peruvian. And alpaca and llama like when I ugly cry if oh. you know if I did okay I find that to be a very good one because I actually one I didn't think about um American accents being bad in movies like that would never even cross <laughs> my mind and um I immediately after you said that I was thinking um like there's a movie with uh John Krasinski called The Hollers mm-hmm. and his brother in the movie is um Charlotte Copley who has a very th- uh, thick South African accent, and it's it's never explained in the movie why the brother has this accent, <laughs> and that's I feel like no, that's kidding. kind of a bad one, you know. Like, but um, I I remember when I watched Sunshine Cleaning, I noticed her British accent immediately. It was like, wow, you can still hear her British accent at moments in this movie, which is not common actually. I'd say that happens a lot less with the British. I mean, because how many British actors are playing Americans right now? all and, over the place yeah and normal i mean think like tom holland in spider-man homecoming 
he has a British accent, and the dude's got, like, a straight Brooklyn accent as Spider-Man, like, and it's great. So, you know, it's funny how the, you wait, do get wait, these mixes. Wait, wait, Queen's accent, sir? Sorry, Queen's, sorry, sorry. I knew it was one of those. It's, it's got to Gotta br- represent borough, right? my borough, sir. Yes. Go for it. Go for it. I thought uh, Cap, Cap was Brooklyn, right? <laughs> yes, I think so. Sorry, just New York, man. Yeah, I, I, I am not so knowledgeable of New York, even though my family's from Long Island. Um, I'm not either. It's just that's where I was born. Ramones, Spider-Man, me. He's <laughs> right how, up there. You see how quickly that drops, right? <laughs> I love that you put yourself with greatness, though. Hey, hey, who else is going to? Hey, one day I'm gonna see all five bros. Oh, hey, wait about... a minute, this is all about me a second ago. Self-advocating, man. Self-advocating. <laughs> all right. Um, that, I think it's a good pick. Uh, and I don't think Mike has seen Sunshine Cleaning yet. I have. But you know oh. what? I really got into it, and I never even noticed that. And I don't know that I've watched it more than twice. And so now I will probably be looking for it. But I think, well, I mean, because you do love it. And again, we talked about that. We mentioned that. My number one and number two pick, I love the films. Just those particular accents are horrifying, diabolically terrible. And so I, it, it won't take away from me. So. Well, it might be a bad accent. I never noticed it. And you know I usually notice some weird things. So. True. All right. Well, let's move into your number five. Mikey, what you got? All right. To be truthful, this pick probably should or could have been my number one pick. But being so bad, I took it down four notches. Four notches? Is that math right? I'm not worried about it. And changed my, you know, it, it to my introductory pick on my top five list. And part of me... And I'll get to the reveal in a second. Part of me wanted to review the film again. And so I, I, I booted, I, I started YouTube clip searching and it was just painful. I mean, I just didn't want to subject myself to that kind of psychological torture again. I mean, oh. we did have to watch Hudson Hawk and that still hasn't been cleared out of my uh, memory. So that said, 1992's Bram Stoker's Dracula and Keanu Reeves as Jonathan Harker. His attempts at British accent, he, he tried. He tried. But to me, he's never going to get out of the whoa. The Cali boy. Yeah. The, the, the Bill and Ted's kind of thing. Now, I mean, he broke out of it. John Wick definitely was a whole different venture for him. But in this, and honestly, I, I see, that's the thing. I do actually like this film more than not just the performances and some of it in it some of the stuff going on in it is just hmm, it just doesn't do it but i'm fairly forgiving and i forgive him but you know what it is you know what it is the thing that i truly wholly forgive is winona Ryder's appearance in it i just love her yeah and so because of her it didn't save him from being, you know, him being on my top five, but because of her, I, I held it in better regard than I might. Mm. Well, I will refrain from commenting on it for now, but I will be talking about this later. Oh, I'll see I thought we were doing. Interesting. I, I'm going to go ahead and hop in. So this is my number two. Ah. Um, <laughs> yes. I, again, I love this movie so much, so it clearly doesn't, you know, whatever 
that much. I always, and we've had this conversation so many times, I don't know how he got cast into that movie. I just it's, don't understand how that happened. It's questionable. Um, what did he do? Pro- uh, maybe, maybe... Point Break. Uh, Point no, Break. Oh, I'm thinking uh, Dangerous Liaisons. Oh, I was didn't he, see that. Was he not in that? I don't know. I, I haven't seen that either. I want to say he was, and so that... I don't remember the direction on that. Overall dangerous. If you haven't seen it, you'd need to. It's really great. It was. It's the period piece. Uh, you've probably seen Cruel Intentions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So think that, um, but with Michelle F- Michelle Pfeiffer, um, John Malkovich, Glenn Close. Oh. Um, I think I want to say Uma Thurman too. It's been so long. I've drawn a blank. Anyway, so maybe. Francis Ford Coppola saw that and was feeling pretty confident about it. Maybe, but maybe I know that um, uh, Watch Mojo had him listed um, for a couple of other things too that were like bad accents. So he he's in a movie where he's a Canadian, and the very short clip they had of his a Canadian accent was pretty brutal too. Like I mean, I can't. I think he says. A boot, but he like overemphasizes it, and it was just, yeah. He just doesn't do accents. Like he does his one default accent very well, and that's what he should stick with. And then John Wick, yeah, which he's still Keanu in that movie for the most part. Like people just keep very... asking if I'm back. I'm thinking <laughs> I'm back. Like it's still Keanu. But, like... <laughs> but you know what? Though I mean, it was amazing. It was very well done all around, and I still oh, yeah. watched well yet. And from what I keep reading here and there, he seems to be such a really great guy. So I feel. Massive. I know. I mm-hmm. feel bad. No, yes. I can't do accents. Every accent I do sounds like I'm trying to do Irish. So you know. <laughs> well, some of my some of my students uh, caught. Uh, I I guess I'm easy more easily found online than I thought I'd be. And there's that one bit when I was in get to the job and. <laughs> Yeah, and I keep getting asked about that. So every once in a while, it'll pop up on my Bluetooth speaker in class. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, Mike's number five and Corey's number two and mine to be determined. I will hold that. Uh, oh. I think it's pretty obvious, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, my number five is um, some Southern accents from a movie that, again, like you guys, I'm a fan of this movie, actually. I, I'm not saying it's an amazing film, but it's one I've always enjoyed. And it's uh, basically the entire football team of Varsity Blues. Um, oh, man, okay, I forgot okay, about I, that I, one. I, I, I that because because I, that's been on one of the channels recently, and I, I watched it some this morning. It didn't click to put on this list. I don't watch your life, but come on. Yeah. It is a bad Southern oh, accent. Oh. Um, Vanderbeek's attempt at Southern is is pretty bad, and so is Paul Walker's uh, Southern accent. Um, and really, they're all a little over the top, but those two stand out as the the weak ones. Um, but yeah, that line is probably the best example. I don't want your life because he can't he can't get it all out in that accent. He has to like give that pause. It, um, it probably it probably hurt to do so. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, and I I like the movie. I find it enjoyable. I mean, it's not an amazing film or anything like that, but it is. It's one that I've I've watched probably too many times, realistically, <sighs> and, um, you know, I still I still like it, and yet, it's it's not a good accent. Uh, so that's on my list, number five. I haven't seen that since middle school. Oh wow. Yeah, I Eighth saw that grade. one in the theater. Um, 
Oh, Wasn't wow. it the first MTV movie? I think it might. No, have been. Joe's Joe's apartment. Was. Joe's apartment. Oh yeah, that's right. Joe's with that's all right. the roaches. And then they also one. had Dead Man on Campus. Wasn't that an MTV movie? Ooh, I think you are I correct. Is that okay. their like a teen version of Weekend at Bernie's or what? No, it is. Um, it's uh, Zach Morris. I can't think of his name. John and, Mark um, Paul Gosler. Yeah, and Thomas yeah. Everett Scott. Um, Whoa. And they're Shades. roommates in college, and they find out that if they're if they have a roommate that roommate kills that themselves, they, they get yeah. all A's uh, for wow. the semester. And so uh, they try to find a third roommate to have that person kill themselves. Um, <laughs> I it's, love it's, it's a dark comedy. The goth guy that moves in and they think that they finally got it. They've got it. And then they catch him in the bathroom singing show tunes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he man, I really need to rewatch this. Yeah. yeah it's worth it's, digging up, probably. Yeah, I liked it. I'm say. a Thomas. I'm Thomas Everett Scott fan. I actually saw he's in a movie I saw at South by, um, called All Squared. Uh, not a major role, but he he's looking pretty rough in that movie. But that's part of the character, um, I think at least. Well, you know, guy, let himself go after his stint in the Wonders. So. Well, but I mean, he did marry Emma Stone. Lucky. In La La Land, just La La Land, everybody. You know what? Really. Stop reminding me because I want the ending to be different. Spoilers. Um. All right, that leads us back to Corey. What is your number four? Okay, we just watched this movie for uh, Movie Club, and I might get a little bit of hate, but I have to go with Nicolas Cage and Moonstruck. I appreciated his character much more after our Movie Club discussion, but seriously, I think that the only person he studied was Marlon Brando as Vito Corleone for his accent in this movie. Have you ever asked us? Yes! Like, God, the man doesn't have a hand. He's talking like he's in The Godfather. Like, I don't know. I, I need to watch this completely. I think I had accidentally erased it because PBS ran it. Um, <laughs> it, it, it reminds and me of he's a baker? Side... <laughs> yeah, a wooden-handed baker. Yes. Uh, but Cher's... I think it's... Netflix. Oh, yes. Um... It's on Prime. It's on Prime. I was gonna say it's either on Prime or Netflix. Okay, okay. I gotta, yeah. I gotta watch it. I watched it too when she gets proposed to. So mm. not, I don't. Feel That's the very far. beginning. Yeah. Yeah, it's really not that far. But it reminds you, and and I get on my kids, and you probably have this too in class when they bust out with something. Have you have you not gotten that meme that who put the hand on my spaghetti? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I've got one, and she busts in the middle of that right immediately after the bibbity bobbity bibbity. I'm like, no, you cannot do this. You know, you can't. And sure enough, I had to save a clip from The Godfather, going back to The Godfather that you mentioned, of of Sonny in the middle of a scene. I never noticed. How many times have we probably watched The Godfather? And guess what he does? Puts his hand on the spaghetti? No, he doesn't. Oh. But he goes, bibida, bibida. He does the whole thing. I'm like, he, I, I, <laughs> so I them, I'm like, you're not wrong, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. I know. Well, watch Nick Cage is a good pick. He, he could have probably pulled several different films. In fact, I saw him on two different lists from Watch Mojo. <laughs> um, and I didn't put him on my top five, but I was considering his uh, southern accent in Con Air. Um, oh. <laughs> you need to watch that. Uh, you don't need to watch that. But <laughs> no? no? No. I watched that in the theater and felt very Me too. dirty after... Oh yeah. no! Okay. As grimy as a pi- uh, prisoner on the, on the the plane. 
Yeah, it's it's this pretty bad. Wasn't. Um, and he also, the the movie that I didn't know of is something somebody's Captain Coronelli's Mandolin or something like that from two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> he has an Italian accent, and it is, it is bad. Like, but he see, you know what's crazy? He is Italian though. He is I a know. Coppola. I I know. So he should be able to by rights do it. That's and yet. Uh, to give credit to Watch Mojo, they pointed that out too, like that he should be able to pull this off, but it is it's really bad. Um yeah. So into the cage mode. Alright, Mikey, we're at you. What's your number four? Well, you know what? How can I top Nicolas Cage in anything at this point? But I will make an attempt. And this one should probably also have been a number one, but also got booted down. Uh because anyway, honestly, um, this one was bumped up to the number four place because at least Keanu made a minimal effort and attempt in his portrayal of Jonathan Harker. Uh, my number four pick, this guy, honestly, through the whole thing, I'm like, did he even try? From 1991's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, oh. Kevin Costner. And I guess, you know, in the 1990s, he probably seemed to be the appropriate casting pick. But now, almost two decades later, and the benefit of hindsight, almost three decades later, what, 91, we're at 27 years. Three years. So it reminds me of the fact that the 90s were a dark place. I mean, it was probably at the right place, right time, maybe, you know, same kind of deal. Let's see, that's a year before Keanu Reeves was cast, maybe. I don't remember who directed Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Uh, Whatever they watched... Uh, I don't know. The, uh, no, he wasn't even in The Big Chill. His part was cut from The Big Chill. Silverado, I don't know. But it didn't work. Um, it, Morgan Freeman worked. I mean, yeah. unless, if if he were, uh, if he was delivering lines like, Andy, Andy, you know, Robin. I can't even do a Morgan Freeman voice. But, yeah. See, well, I guess see, the, to me, I don't feel like... He tries to do an accent. He just no, is Kevin no. Costner. Yeah, I am Robin Hood. <laughs> well, now, but in that movie, Christian Slater does try to do an accent, and it's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. Because um, he still sounds like he's doing a Jack Nicholson impression with like British. a British inflection. <laughs> like, it's not good. Um, it's far worse than the... Because, uh, again, I don't feel like Costner... I think there's some words he says slightly differently... But it's he's definitely not going for a British accent the whole time. Um, Slater definitely is trying something, and it is not and good. That's a whole different. You know, he should have been. Yeah, definitely, because poor Slater. I like him. Uh, the stuff he does is great. But you're right; most of it devolves to his homage to Jack. Yeah, very much has a lot of mannerisms that reflect Nicholson. Um, True Romance, especially, I think it is such a blatant uh, imitation of Nicholson. Um, and moments in Heather's for sure, where it very much looks oh, like Jack yeah. Nicholson. Um, all right, well, that that's a good pick though for sure. Cause I and I, I haven't seen that in a long time, but I used to love that movie. Um, oh yeah, but I've always been a fan of the did. character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and, and they even Carrie Ellis makes fun of that movie uh, in <laughs> Men in Tights because he's like, unlike um, many Robin Hoods, I speak with a British accent. Um, <laughs> all right, so my number four. Um, is actually a few movies uh, because the same actor does the same accent in multiple films. 
um, as different characters, and that is Mike Myers, a Scottish accent, as uh, in Austin Powers, uh, the spy who shagged me, I think is number two, and um, Gold Gold Member, uh, he's Fat Bastard, and then in Shrek, technically, he's rocking the same Scottish accent, and then in So I Married an Axe Murderer, his father has the Scottish accent <laughs> that he plays, and it's it's, I mean, I I'm not saying I don't like the accent, but it's definitely not. It's a very stereotypical, like, movie Scottish accent, not a real Scottish accent. And it's it's big, it's over the top, and it's reused, it's recycled. And like I said, technically, if we want to be, like, cause how many Shrek movies are there? Four? Mm. So four Shrek movies, two Austin Powers films, and a So I Married an Axe Murderer. So a lot of movies that this accent has gotten this dude some work. So it, it's... Again, I like all of those movies to some degree. Um, I am a, b- a big advocate for So I Married an Axe Murderer. Yep. And I think my, you know, head, move, now! Like, that's my, that sounded like Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, if you're going to do mine would go, eat pants, now! See? And that's, a, you know, it's not the best, but it's there, and he's gotten a lot of work from it. So I, I felt like it needed a place on my list. Um it probably should have been number five in Varsity Blues because I think Varsity Blues is worse. But Mike Myers, that the reuse of that accent, because like how many other times you've seen Vanderbeek or Paul Walker rock a like a Texas accent? I but know you've seen it, it a lot of times. I feel like that's so funny too about Varsity Blues. I mean, I understand why it takes place in Texas, but you know they went. It was go big or go home, and they went for Texas, and I feel mm-hmm. like, I. Yeah, and I feel we were leaving out poor Billy Bob, R.I.P. The late. I didn't realize how young he died. I only know him from that, so I wasn't sure if that was like his actual accent or not. <laughs> like, I so don't I, know because he parodied he parodied himself in not another teen movie. Exactly, so. exactly. Um, so I, I don't know if that was his actual voice or if that was done for the movie. So I didn't want to throw him out there, especially having you know he died. So I have no way of knowing now, um, yeah. without doing a, some research, obviously, but. Um, but I know for a fact that Walker does not talk that way. Neither does Vanderbeek. So. Oh, Walker doesn't. Oh, never mind. Too soon. Too soon. I won't say oh, that. Oh, snap. Too soon. All right. Look at so this that's my number four. Uh, Corey, we are at your number three. Okay. I have... I've. This is one of the movies that I've pretty much erased from my memory as much as I could because I enjoyed it so little. It was torturous but i chose elizabeth olsen as the scarlet witch slash wanda max maximoff um in oh geez uh avengers i think age of the ultron age of ultron age Age of ultron okay um i feel like she is channeling her most generic inner gypsy (laughs) like yeah i feel (laughs) like and her brother in the movie wasn't Mm -mm. as bad and i just felt like she was trying to over and is that enunciate? Yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's like trying too hard and she's like, she stops and pauses and like draws all of her words out and we're like, maybe it would sound a little better if you went a little faster. But there we are. That's my number three. I like that one a lot. I think it's a really the good movie. Pick. Oh, no. I thought you, I was like, oh my God. Oh, I, hey, no. No, I like the movie, but that's the, I do. The spot. Um, did I, I, I probably played you the, the Rollins bit when he goes to Russia, correct? Yes. Where he, you know, he's figuring an ox-strong cart at the airport, and he doesn't, he just doesn't know. And there's one part, and I'm basically borrowing it from, 
her accent reminds you of what he thinks you know Russia is going to be like, and it's like <laughs> must get in before dark, Warwolf, you know, kind of thing, and it's just bad. Yep, agreed. Um, and yeah, and I I do like the movie. Um, I don't love that one, but I like it enough. But uh, her accent is a bit much, and Aaron Taylor Johnson's it. It's not as it's not as noticeable, but you have to wonder like if they're from if they're brother and sister because they don't quite sound like the same country. You know what I mean? Like there's enough of a difference where you're like, wait, are they from the same place? Like what's happening? Um, well, one was raised on the south side of Slovakia, and the other one was raised on the north side, so they picked up different accents. Yep, man. See, that's one I wish I had thought of because I I like that one. Um, that, that's the hard part. Like I'm making my list like over after nine days of like a lot of films and my like the idea of other movies were not coming to me so i was like man i'm really like hitting a well here like an empty well kind of thing you know i'm, I'm scraping the bottom and there's nothing coming to me well i feel like most of these it has to be really bad and has to really stand out to you and i mean how long ago did we watch these movies yeah yeah, and that, I looked at other people's list, and I haven't seen Con Air. I haven't seen a lot of movies that other people listed. I know. I'm in the same place, although I did Varsity Blues and Awesome Powers came up on someone's list. But I have seen those films, so I and I agreed. Um, so that's why they're on mine, too. But I, I think my three and my number three and my number two I have not seen on anyone else's list. So I'm pretty happy with those being my picks. And then my number one was my number one before I saw anyone's list. But it was also on others' lists, so um, we'll get to that, though. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a really good pick, Corey. Number three, uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, who you do not like, um, but her, her bad. But I, I will say that I did watch, what is that movie, uh, Wind River? Oh, yeah. Yes. And But I don't feel like her character was a hard character to play, but I really enjoyed the movie. You know what I mean? There, It's not, I heard some, like... I don't know if it was you guys that made some comparisons kind of to... Was it Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, probably. I feel like Clarice is a, like, you know, multi-dimensional, interesting character. And I didn't feel like she really had to go, you know, dive too Not as complex, that. but she, no, she did have I mean, a challenge. She, she was just a, a pretty green FBI agent. There's definitely that comparison. Um, but the, the challenge is different. I mean, she's going yeah. into a whole different culture, one that Jeremy Renner's character is a whole lot more familiar with, and one that she's. Uh, I mean, the the uh, the fish out of water thing is going to be a normal, tro- a common trope. She, that that one's really great, and I just finished up three billboards. Oh, oh yes, yeah, so good. And, and it got me. It got me. It reminds me of the fact that sometimes we just got to trust our instincts. So that's one I missed. Lady Bird, I missed. You know what I mean? All I, I oh. trying to catch up with ones that I've missed and yeah I, I I'm more forgiving of Elizabeth Olsen uh, I mean I guess than maybe I, after seeing that I'm more willing to see more work with her in it but oh what's the one isn't she in one with um like a cross country traveling one or Ingrid Goes West thank you that's the one mm-hmm. it looked the trailer looked great so which has Aubrey Plaza in it right yes it Yes, and it's good. I didn't love it um, all the way through, but uh, O'Shea Johnson, O'Shea Jackson yes. Jr. Yes. is fantastic in that movie. So, yep, and he stood out in the trailer as well. All right, let's go. Uh, I think we're on you, Mike. You're number three. I'm back again. Okay, um, this one was a tough one. Um, 
for me, and it is still tough. I'm going to include it anyway. I'm not changing it because the entirety of the accent and premise of this is intentional. It's done specifically uh, for this. So even with that said, I felt that Borat, or full title, Borat, Cultural Learnings of America, (laughs) make benefit glorious nation of Kazakhstan, um, just graded enough on me that I just had to include on my list. Now, ironically enough, as I was looking at this, and it's been so long since I've watched this, there are actually people that are in defense of Sasha Baron Cohen um, with regards to his work in The Dictator and Ali G and uh, just any uh, Borat and that fact because he's even done voices for Madagascar and until you see the credits and that was a the point there I mean, you don't realize that that's him and he's kind of a very vocal chameleon kind of thing I guess is the best the, the closest I could come to describe it so now you know having seen that and kind of looked at that I'm like feeling kind of guilty about it but there it is and um, I, I probably could have gone with another but this particular one just really got me and maybe I wasn't in on the joke. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what that accent's supposed to sound like, but it's definitely one of the most memorable accents I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah, everyone who's heard, seen that movie has tried to do that accent at some point, you know? Um, it's nice, you know? <laughs> oh, God, all the boys at work all the time when that movie yeah. came out. It's so quotable um, and, and, and mocking. Yeah, and I, I don't know if it's good or bad as far as the actual place. Because um, I didn't know that was a real place in, until like after I saw that movie. I was like, oh, wait, that's a real thing? Yeah. Um, so I have no clue how bad it really is. But yeah, it's definitely... It's obnoxious, to say the least. So I totally get that. Good call. Um, I like that pick, too. Because I, I haven't seen that movie in a while, but... It was pretty funny when I saw it the first time. Haven't so weird, it's only ever. 12 years old. Only. That is kind of shocking, actually. But Seems like a lot um, longer. It, my my number three, um, I don't I didn't make it through the whole movie because I couldn't stand the accent. Um, and this is Adam Sandler in That's My Boy. Mm, uh, Sandler's accents, I mean, I could have picked his... Uh, his Louisiana accent in Waterboy, <laughs> or his shovel <laughs> accent in Little Nicky. Like I don't know uh-huh. exactly what he's going for. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's my boy. I I think he's going for a Boston accent, and it's it's very Sandler esque. But it drove me nuts so fast that I couldn't even make it through the movie. Now, from what I've heard, the movie's not great, anyways. But the accent was so bad it literally made me turn it off. And I'm an Andy Sandberg fan. And he's really the lead in this movie. Sandler's playing his father, um, and I couldn't, I couldn't. Like it's just it, the accent is grating, and it just reminds you of like how Sandler has fallen so far um, mm. from where he used to be. And I, I this movie's from, uh, well, it just went off of my screen. Hang on a second. It's it's not that old of a movie. It's one of the more recent ones, 2012. Um, and man, it just highlights why he's not the same person anymore to me so i'm sure you guys have not seen that movie uh as again i technically Uh, haven't but i have not i not read a thing positive about it and managed to hey i trusted my gut instinct on it and stayed away yep 
That was a good call from what I've seen. Although <laughs> I'm looking at the credits and uh, Susan Sarandon and James Conn are in this movie. What? But but the bigger shock is Vanilla Ice. Oh gosh. What? He is he is Did the you get fifth... to the part that he was in. No, I haven't. But he's the sixth build person on the list, so I am intrigued. I might have to look up the YouTube scene of that. I I can't imagine he's in more than a scene, but who knows? Um. All right, so we're at number two. Now, we've already heard Corey's number two, right? Yep. Which was Keanu Reeves, right? Yes. All right, so, Mike, we're back to you already. Whoa. All right. Um, well, this is another one. Again, it's given that it's a comedy that's done purposefully, completely, entirely as a gag. And so it was tough including it because I do love this one, but it, it's here nonetheless. And I included John Cleese as the French taunter in 1975's Monty Python and the Holy Grail. The whole scene is done with the intention of it being terrible, and it works so very well. And I, I, I watched it and rewatched it again, and I swear he said it's the castle of Dweezil Sap Zappa, which could not be because I don't know that Dweezil Sap Zappa was born then, but. I could be wrong. I don't know Frank Zappa's birthdays for all his kids, but it sounded like that. And he even explains it because they're, you know, they're approaching a castle in the middle of England, and he had greets King Arthur with this whole out. It, it, and it, it, I'm gonna do a terrible job of it. I'm French. Why do you think I have this outrageous accent, you silly king? I don't do accents well, so. But again, it's done <laughs> intentionally. But I'm including it. I mean, it's a bad accent, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say. Uh, French accents, I think, because they get so, like, stereotyped. You know, it's that wah Like, <laughs> it's so pronounced. Um, I, gotta have, I gotta give it another effort. I gotta, I'm French. Why else do you think I have this outrageous accent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I totally get that as the pick. Um, like you said, it, it is important to note that it's not meant to be good per se, but it doesn't mean it's not a bad one, right? That wasn't we didn't have any rules or guidelines to our list. It was just accents that we it's, think are bad, whether they're well, intentional or not. It's intentionally done badly, I would say, and so that's why I went with it. Hey, I like it. I like that justification. Oh, good. Um, I can justify a lot of things. Well, my number two, I actually could have picked a couple of accents from this actor, but I went with. Um, the one where I feel like it fails him more frequently, and that's Leonardo DiCaprio in Gangs of New York. Oh. Um, I love Gangs of New York, even though a lot of people don't. I found it to be a lot of fun. But his Irish accent comes and goes throughout the film. Uh, Sometimes he has no accent. He's just Leonardo DiCaprio. And then sometimes he kind of throws in an Irish inflection at the end of a sentence. And other times he's fully got some kind of attempt of an Irish accent. Um... Which I find a lot of actors do the Irish accent pretty bad. Uh, doing research for this, I started searching specific accents. Like, I would say, uh, worst Irish accents in movies, worst Russian accents in movies. And I saw a lot that I hadn't seen. Like, there's a Tom Cruise Irish accent in Far and Away that straight up sounds like he's trying to do Lucky from the Lucky Charms commercials. Oh, um, no. Well, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's real bad. Like... Um, but Leonardo in, in Gangs of New York, and I think Cameron uh, Diaz's accent's not so good in Gangs of New York also. Mm. But um, Leo stands out. Now, Leo's in The Departed. His attempt of a Boston accent's not so great either. Of course, that's up against Wahlberg and Damon, who have native Boston accents. <laughs> so maybe that makes it stand out more 
that his isn't very good because again you got those two stiff na- native Boston's. Yeah. But um, because Boston accents get butchered a lot too. And, like I'd say that's the most American diet that and Southern. Because I also consider Logan Lucky for uh, Southern accents because I think some of those are pretty bad. Um, but not too bad like they're acceptable and Daniel Craig's actually is pretty impressive considering he's got to get rid of the British accent to go American and then go Southern um, and I that's, thought he pulled it off pretty well that's crazy but yeah that's my number two Leo DiCaprio and Corey I know we've talked about that one because you just recently watched Gangs of New York right yeah and I'll just go ahead and butt in I'm just giving away my whole list um oh. my uh my number one is that movie oh. I tried to watch it recently and I only got halfway through um I love that they tried to give Cameron Diaz red hair like that was totally gonna sell us on the Irish thing mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. um you know uh, top of the morning to you. I'm like I was offended um and then I just didn't understand and didn't um like, no one wanted him to do the accent, but he insisted, right? Oh, I have no idea. But that I'm sounds pretty... like something. Yeah, and I did want to see this movie for su- such a long time, and then... And I love Leonardo DiCaprio, but he does. He goes from, like, some nondescript, like, American accent, and then he's doing, like, British and Irish. All in... This was all within, like, the span of 20 minutes, guys. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. But, yeah. I... I like the movie still, but yeah, I, I his accent's brutal. I'm like, just don't. Just Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio your way through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, <laughs> I think, I, I'm trying to remember if anyone else has bad accents in that movie, because John C. Riley's in it. I don't remember I, if he goes for it or not. I don't. Um, <clears throat> Brendan Gleeson's in it, but his accent's there. Uh, and then you have um, Liam Neeson, who has the accent, so that's fine. And Daniel Day-Lewis is an Irish accent because he's a New Yorker. He's born and bred American and just killed. That's my favorite part Steve, of that movie. Is really? Daniel Day-Lewis. He is? In the movie. Sorry. In the movie, oh, his oh, character oh, 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 is okay. New York. I'm sorry. No, no. I have no idea. Uh, he okay, might be actually. British. He, well, if he is, this Phantom Thread accent spot on. But um, Oh, that movie was so good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's number two for me, number one for Corey, which, Mike, that means we're at your number one, sir. Good gravy. All right, well, if you... I'm just curious, because we didn't do whether you've seen mine or not this time. Oh, You're dang. right. We did we skip forgot. that, uh, which I lost when we had our special guest, um, Craig, on an episode. Uh, Craig, Craig won for you, Corey. He, he guessed correctly. Craig, nicely done. <laughs> you can fill in for me anytime. No <laughs> Can you figure? Take a wild guess at my number one. I feel like it's gonna be the guy in Breakfast at Tiffany's. What do you think, Bert? Well, given your approach, I, I, it does make sense. I would, I would agree with Corey actually. Gosh, I can't believe I'm so easily quantifiable. I know how much you love that movie, and we know that they put a white guy. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and and it's just horrendous, and even. All right, so I'll just go into it. Yeah, 1961. So this thing's nearly what six decades later. Wow. It's so painfully cringy and racist and just horrifying. I don't know who thought. And I guess wow, 60 years. It wasn't that long ago, but 
it, it was my first pick at, from the get-go. It's not just terrible. I think we can all agree that it's all these things. It's horrifying. I, I don't know what Mickey Rooney was thinking. He was just going with whatever was being he was being directed. I tried looking up what Truman Capote probably thought of this. I cannot imagine that he was impressed. Um, and I'm not even going to... Ooh, I say this now, having tried to emulate ter- other accents terribly. I'm not even going to try this one, and I'm part Asian. Um, you know, at the risk of any- further alienating anyone else that has gotten this far tonight, or today in this episode. It's just frightful, and his Mr. Yunioshi and Breakfast at Tiffany's is easily the worst. There's no other one that could be the worst in my mind. Yep, and it makes perfect sense. Uh, it is one of the most notorious, um, like, white guy playing another race mo- moments in movie history. It is such a travesty that it exists, and in a film that's beloved by so many people that it has to be there. You know, like, it's like, oh, here's this great movie with this horrible blight on humanity. Um, and I, I was going more for uh, attempting good accents, where that was just an outright disrespectful uh stereotypical accent he went for um but you're definitely not wrong it is a bad accent whether again because again we had no rules like so we could have picked anything that we consider to be bad um and this is bad whether or not by design i guess is debatable right but definitely bad so um good good pick and although apparently somewhat predictable uh, which is interesting. <laughs> I am I am ashamed. I will sit in a corner and think what I've done. Oh, I wouldn't, because my number one is, n- without question, everyone, of course, knows it because I already alluded that I would talk about it at the end, and I can't imagine anyone would find my hot take on Inferno, uh, <laughs> Inferno. to be a surprise, as I have, but I have talked many times about Keanu Reeves' horrible accent in Bram Stoker's Dracula, a film unlike the two of you, I don't like. Um, I was so uh, embarrassed that I suggested this movie to him, and then I had to sit in the same room and, wa- and view it, and I watch just me. felt You're like a teenager watching an awkward movie with their parents. I was like, yeah. oh my god. This Corey is would like, like look over and I'd be giving her... <laughs> No. I gave her some some very questionable looks. Like, what the hell are you making me how, watch here, Corey? How many, how many strikes were you that day? I think oh. I was fired for a little bit. Yeah, she was put on the bench. It was not it a was good not. night. <laughs> um, now, and I don't know. Maybe if I saw this when I was a kid, but it was. And, and I'm definitely not a fan of vampire movies in general. Um, I have. There's far fewer that I like than that I uh, don't. Um, like I hate in your interview with a vampire I find obnoxious um, even though there's good stuff in it I overall don't enjoy it this movie I didn't care for um, I love the Bella Lugosi Dracula though I'm all for that movie um, and I hate the Twilight movies so but nonetheless uh, this what, the thing that stood out to me the most was how bad his accent was and honestly Winona's not much better in this movie but Keanu's takes the cake it is quite possibly the worst accent I've ever heard in a movie ever and that's why it is my number one um inferno being my favorite line because it every time he has to overact throughout this movie because he can't speak normally with that accent he has to overemphasize every word and so he's got like this weird rhythm with his speech patterns that is just so unnatural and it probably fits within this unnatural movie you know where you have gary oldman with butt hair but um it is it is 
Bye guys. Next week. (laughs) (laughs) And then she didn't show up for movie club. I'm kidding. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to talk to you about No Country for Old Men. Wow, sounds like a hairy situation. (laughs) Yeah. Good, good. I like it. All right, so that's our (laughs) top five. It's a good one. That's our top five uh, bad accent movies. Uh, before we go, let's talk about some honorable mentions. Corey, is there anybody you want to talk about? Yes, I only have one. Um, I have Oscar Isaac as Kane in Annihilation. I do not know what. Oh. What accent he was trying to project here, because, yeah. like, it was so bad. And I have lived in Georgia and Alabama, and I can like. You know what I mean? Those two, I can, like, oh, you're from Georgia. Oh, you're from Alabama. Like, we go up to, like, the Carolinas and stuff, and sometimes I can't, like, you know. But I don't know what what that was. That's a really good point. And very current. Like, that's one most people haven't seen still. And I agree. That is a bad accent that he uses in this movie. I love the movie, and I love Oscar Oscar Isaac. But. Yeah. Yeah, I need a dog on it. There's another one. You need to see that one in theater. That one though, it needs to be on a big screen, and I wish I I could see it on IMAX. And And Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Leigh, Tessa Thompson, like really great cast. My friend pointed out that she is like the best crier in Hollywood, and I can stand behind that 100%. Portman? Yeah, I would totally back that. And you know how I am about crying um, in movies, so. Yes. all right, so that was your only honorable mention? That's it. Mike, what do you got? I have two. I wanted to include more. Um, but this one, I guess, could be three, because actually what I went with for my one pick was James Franco playing Tommy Wiseau, trying to mask his accent <laughs> the disaster artist. Because okay. Because he's in total denial that he is, well, we don't know where he's from, and still don't, because it's never revealed. And, you know, he's in that audition and he's like, what, where is that at? You know, and the joke is that, oh, he's from New Orleans. And yeah. he's not, obviously. And so him trying to disguise that is just painful to watch. And so I, I watched it again. That's another one I grabbed again over the weekend. Uh, I, I, I probably rented six or seven DVDs over the weekend, which is very unusual for me. I don't know what was going on with me. Wow. Um <clears throat> I have some coupons and whatnot. Thank you. Hashtag Redbox. It would be nice to get some, you know. Anyway, um, my other pick, and I figured you guys would agree with this, Mickey Rourke's Russian accent in Iron Man 2. Yep, I was on my potential list at some point. It's just... Well, it's Iron Man 2 up. is just... A, I have my bleep app, but I don't have it up. Bleep mess of, yeah. you know... Um, it's terrible, and so was that accent. It really is. That it, It's such a shockingly bad Marvel from thing. From such but... a talented actor. And from the follow-up, from John Favreau yeah. did Iron Man 1 and does Iron Man 2, and you're just like, what happened? Like, he, he clearly didn't have a story to tell for two, and it just falls yeah. apart. Yeah. Um, all right, so I have a few, but uh, the, the number one honorable mention is what inspired this list. Although it didn't get, it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. But Jennifer Lawrence in Red Sparrow, um, her Russian <laughs> accent, uh, not good. It's not as bad as the trailer made me think it was gonna be, or at least it's not as like it. It didn't take me out of the movie like the trailer made me think it was going to. But it's bad. It's it's over. It's it's too much. It's very much overemphasized. Um, 
I have uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's French accent in The Walk. Um, it's it's again it's not quite as pronounced as the 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 bad one you pointed out, Mike. But it's it, he has some some phrases where it's like, oh, you're doing that American French accent thing. Um, and then Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver in Silence. Uh, they're supposed to be Portuguese. Um, I don't really know what accent they have. Yeah. It's it, it's not Ooh, quite Portuguese. Think about that. Yeah. Um, and I love the movie. It doesn't okay. take away from the movie for me, but they they do have an accent of some kind. It's really hard to tell what they're going for, but it's not good. Uh, movie's great. Their accent's not so much. Um, and since I threw Adam Driver in there, I'm just going to go ahead and say Adam Driver in Logan Lucky. Not the best southern accent, but he's very funny <laughs> in the movie, but it, it's a little rough. Um, but accents are hard. So again, not, to, not meant to be in total criticisms, uh, although Keanu's British accent in Bram Stoker's Dracula is so bad. And I'm a big fan of Keanu, as we've all said. Matrix, you know, point break even. Um, and obviously John Wick. But, yeah, when he's cast for things that he just can't do. Let's be real. He's not that type of actor, guys. Um, you know you know what's funny? I'm not an actor, but I play one yeah. at school. No. Um, <laughs> whenever um, I translate or speak i've been told by some not not a lot but some that my spanish accent is very white oh oh yeah and i grew up learning spanish i mean i had to learn at super fast speed because that's about my i mean if you never saw my face i don't know that you would figure i'm hispanic by the way i speak i don't think and so my wife was like, I think she was reaching. She's like, well, you're used to the more formal Sp- Spanish from Spain, which I'm, you know, I'm guessing the nuns taught me. So I huh. guess there is a challenge. And I want to know what what qualifies it as not as Hispanic. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I I have I have almost no accent, even though like I'm from Florida, my family's from New York, and I just have this kind of neutral. T- like tone to my voice so mm-hmm. I don't know my mom's still I haven't spoke to her in a while but last time I spoke to her she's still certain words she'll really emphasize her Long Island accent <laughs> um, even though like she's lived in Florida for over 30 years she still has it and then yeah and my mother-in-law has a North Carolina accent but North Carolina North what did I say North you said North it's North it's North you gotta let the R roll oh North. okay I, North Carolina see, that's well, not even, having an accent <laughs> Well, even Pennsylvania has it because if mm-hmm. we're talking about dairy, my wife, she she asks if we need milk, and I'm like, milk, 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 <laughs> not milk. But and you you can't forget Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. The Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Oh yeah, Fargo all the way. Uh, Francis That's McCormick, why I couldn't baby. watch that movie. So oh, I that could have been. Well, I didn't feel that like she actually... did a bad job. I just no, didn't I think enjoy she's pretty it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a pretty good one, but, um, all right, guys, that's our top five bad accents. Uh, we'll be back in a week. Um, most likely with another, uh, one of these, since we gave you two interview episodes back to back. However, we do have a couple of interviews lined up with some directors that I, uh, encountered, um, over South by Southwest. So those, I'm not going to name drop just yet in case something goes wrong or scheduling errors, but we've got some more interviews coming with some other filmmakers in the near future, as well as some more top five, um, our next list, I'm going to, I have forgotten. I thought I had it, but now it's gone. Um, 
I don't have it pulled up. Uh, I'm pulling it up. But while we're waiting, let's do our social medias. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter or even uh, Snapchat at Burke Reviews. Corey? At Corey R Star, two R's on the end. And Mikey? And I am just about everywhere, even that new Vero one, V-E-R-O, at ServerMonkey. I don't know Vero. What's Vero? Um, It's supposed to be a more closed social network like it's like you really know the people but it's probably going to become i like the interface it's really clean um mm. but it's it's new so we'll have to see if i'm Ooh. um it's new but i'm there too well, and our next week's topic is going to be pop cultural references so ah. our favorite moments in films um like that reference pop culture icons in honor of the release of ready player one which is a movie basically built around pop cultural references. So, um, and I think it actually comes out the week after we do the podcast, but we're doing the podcast because of that movie. So um, that's our next topic. So if you want to, you can reach out to us with your favorite pop cultural references in film by emailing us at contact at BerkReviews.com. That's contact at BerkReviews.com. If you send your list early enough, we might even read it on the episode. So uh, Aaron, do that. And otherwise, um, Thanks for listening. We've got a lot of podcasts uh, and friends that are now doing podcasts, so I just want to give some shout-outs. Uh, music Musing is one that I highly recommend if you like music. Um, what I Watch Tonight show is uh, our friend from England, Matt Hudson's uh, podcast, What I Watch Tonight. He interviews other film reviewers on his show to kind of find out what drives them, what, what do they think about film criticism, and basically their overall kind of movie persona and then Matt and I do a monthly podcast called Bloody Awesome Movie Podcast, uh, where we review um, the major film releases from the month before. So we've only got one episode right now. That's where we review the movies from February, but we're working on our movies from March. So with that, um, you can read our reviews at BerkReviews.com. Subscribe to our podcast. Please share. Give a five-star review if you like it. And otherwise, we'll be back next week with a new episode. Thanks, Bye, everybody. Guys. Bye-bye. Keep watching movies. Hey, everyone. It's John Burke. You know how much I love movies. And if you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance you love movies, too. And what we do here at Burke Reviews costs a little bit of money. It doesn't cost a fortune or anything, but none of us are rich. And that's where you come in. You can support BerkReviews.com by either subscribing to our Patreon, where you can give a set amount to us monthly, a dollar, three dollars, five dollars, and ten dollars. And we're not asking you to just give us your money. You get perks for uh, signing up on our Patreon. You can go over to Patreon.com slash BerkReviews and see exactly what those perks are. You can go to BerkReviews.com and click on the Patreon link and it'll take you right there. Um, but if you're not willing to commit to a monthly donation, which we totally understand, there's an option to just donate one time. Uh, if you go to BerkReviews.com, on the right side of the page, you're going to see a donate button. And through PayPal, you can donate us any amount of money you wish um, for doing that. We will read your name on our uh, the next episode of the podcast, whether it's Burke Reviews Movie Club or Top 5 Movies after the donation is made. Um, with uh, our truthful, heartfelt thanks. Um, not to mention that one of the the perks of being a subscriber is you get um, your name on our website as a uh, supporter of BerkReviews.com. Um, it's hard to believe it's already been two, in, two years and we're into year three already. Um, 
you know, we love what we do and we hope you love it too. So thanks for listening. Um, thanks for the support and back to this podcast. <laughs>